All right, all right. Welcome to Some Kind of Game, the podcast that explores the questions that nobody asks about video games. But maybe, just maybe, you wish that somebody asked you these questions. I'm Justin. I'm Jay. And today we're here to sit down and ask those non-essential questions. We'll be talking about game genres, but first let's talk about how we're doing. How are you doing, Jay? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, in terms of gaming, I just actually right before this downloaded on December. Um, I watch a guy on YouTube Ooh. sometimes called Empyrean Gaming. Uh, he does PoE content, uh, but because PoE was really boring this league, he uh, moved on to like other games. And so he did Last Epoch, and now he's doing on December, and the game looks good. And it is a little bit pay to win, but uh, the combat looks fun, and it's not like it's like a PVE game, so I'm not so bothered by it. Uh, mm. So I do want to try it out and see how uh, it goes. And then I've been watching a lot and a lot of House. Like literally every day, I'm watching like eight episodes. Like while I work, I have it on in the background. So okay, explain like I'm a five year old. What is Undecember? Uh, so honestly, I haven't done that much research, but it's a it is a twist on PoE. If if you haven't okay. played PoE, it is a action RPG where kill monsters number go up, and you know they have a talent like tree. So uh, the way the talent tree works in this game is you get a skill. The skill has uh, colors on of it on the sides of it, and then so those are the skill nodes, and then you have like a like a hexagonal grid, and you know the hexagon inside of that hexagon is smaller hexagons, uh, so you know just a uh, a bunch of small hexagons, and um, you put a skill in let's say one of the slots, right? Yeah. And then if you have like a red side, and then let's say uh, a green side. You can uh -huh. attach like a like let's say a damage up node on the red side, which it has to be the same color, right? And then also a green side, and then so you can make like a custom t uh, talent tree, right? That has the uh -huh. skills you want, and then also the the custom buffs you want, right? So if you have a poison skill, if you have a melee skill, if you have a um, that kind of stuff, and then uh, you know they also have like crafting and like all the like the, the crafting is very similar to poe so i think i'll have a good time with the game uh -huh. um and it's a little more so it's a it feels like a slower pace than poe from the gameplay i've seen but i haven't seen uh the end game gameplay so hopefully it does pick up a little bit but we'll see do, do you like when it sounds like you do you like it when talent trees are like massive and like are a complex mechanic in and of themselves so i think there has to be a balance right i prefer a game where they focus very heavily into one aspect uh so like in poe there there is mechanical skill in the game um and you can just tell by you know if you see a streamer play and then if you see a new player play and you give them the same gear and you know they try to do certain things but uh really where i think like the difficulty and the the fulfillment that I get from PoE is, um, you know, making my own gear, uh, figuring out like how to manipulate the economy the way I want in the sense of like, hey, I'm going to, you know, go into this avenue and sort of make money this way, uh, uh -huh. making my own kind of character, uh, using a skill and, you know, making it work in a, you know, way I want it to. Um and so, you know, with PoE, I feel like the hard part is not necessarily the gameplay. Even the gameplay isn't even that, I would say, fun. It's very mind-numbing, but yeah. it's, uh, it's like, part of the journey. And But the, the fun aspect is really building out your character, seeing it grow, crafting, and doing that kind of stuff. And so the complex part is the mm -hmm. talent tree. And I, I like that about games, like, where flushing out your character is the hard part and the gameplay is sort of a little bit easier and you can sort of uh you can if you understand the game you can just sort of build a character that just sort of says you know screw the mechanics in the game you are now a god and i you know that is not the journey to get there is fun 
you know, you have to make sure that the journey to get there isn't one too right. tedious or too, um, like, you know, uh, so like not tedious, but also tedious enough to where it's fulfilling, like to get your next upgrade. Right. Like, yeah, it's you not need just a little bit of like tension either in like, you know, you need to spend time or like, it's difficult to, to yeah. feel payoff. And then, yeah, it, that like tension needs to be pal palpable or balanced in some way. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, this is a topic of its own. Um, so sure. Justin, how you, how you been doing? How, what, what have you been up to? Yeah, the uh, I forgot to mention Happy Halloween since we're recording this like two days after Halloween. Uh, yeah, 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 fall is really kicking in over here. It is in the Pacific Northwest. It's rainy, mm -hmm. so now it's just like gloomy and emo days every day. <laughs> uh, but I'm doing pretty well. I got uh, sucked into Teamfight Tactics. Uh, mm -hmm. I think we talked about it a little bit that we, we were playing a little bit. But um, uh, oh, I mean, you also went on vacation, but. Um, so, so, which is why there's kind of a bit of a recording gap between this episode and the last episode in terms of dates. But uh, coincidentally, while you were on vacation, uh, since sometimes we, we would play the duo mode together, mm -hmm. uh, I got sucked back into the deep hole of like actually doing a competitive grind and learning the set. Uh, and it, uh, I am having more fun. I am shooting okay. higher than I ever have before uh, since I feel like I understand the game more than I did last time I like went for a high rank. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I am sucked in. I've been watching a lot of TFT in my free time. Um, the I feel like the interesting thing about like climbing in that game because it's so unreliant on like your APM or like your your needing muscle memory or like practicing like reaction skills. You yeah. can learn a ton from just like watching people play, especially people who play who like talk about their decisions. Um, and the decisions are very like macro oriented. I feel like they're they're pretty like simple um, and like you can see the consequence of the decision like really quickly. So they're pretty easy to explain. So it's actually a pretty, it's actually a very good game if you want to learn something quickly and get the dopamine rush of feeling like you're mastering it. I think compared to more skill intensive games, since skill intensive games, you know, you have to practice like first person shooters or other things like that. So th that's why I enjoy it. I can learn very passively, uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of TFT. I, nice. I have a Persona 5 Royal playthrough on PS4 that I'm, that's been like plaguing me because I took a break right at the last last chunk of the game, and yeah. it's a 110 hour playthrough, and I have not touched it in like a month plus, but mm -hmm. it's kind of haunting me like a Halloween ghost. So I'm <laughs> trying to go back and finish that so I can move on from the the ghosts of Persona 5. Um, I, I I enjoy that game overall. Um, I think at just at this point, like. My attention span for like an RPG is hard to sustain at 110 plus hours, even though I love the Persona series. But yeah, that's a, but pretty doing pretty good overall. Awesome. Uh, just to go back real quick to your TFD thing, um, but because we should play duos again, by the way. Uh, but I uh, will. I. I... I can teach you infinite. TFT is now a flow chart to me. Uh, I've learned the set so well. Perfect. Perfect. I'm. I'm. I'm down to play, and I think what. TFT does uh, that I think like um, it's uh, it's a hard balance is the game feeling or seeming RNG heavy but also being very skill reliant you know like um, somebody who and we, we've talked about teamfight tactics before but might as well yeah. mention it teamfight tactics is made by Riot Games and it's in this auto battler genre where there's this whole um, RNG based ability to buy units and build a team and there's a bunch of other mechanics on top of it but that's the game in a nutshell yeah and i don't know it, it does a great job of feeling like uh there's skill involved but also you can get lucky um but it doesn't necessarily like just mean okay you got lucky you want to win kind of deal but you know you still have to somewhat well, build around correctly right if you if you watch the competitive uh -huh. Most of competitive people, there is a certain mechanic called augments, and so everybody gets offered what's called yeah. augments three times a game, and you have a certain amount of choices. Um, and there's something called prismatic augments, and so when a prismatic <laughs> aug augment comes, everybody in the game will get a prismatic aug augment, and there's like everyone gets different options. It's all based on RNG uh, to an extent. Um, people are not happy with prismatic augments because they are like game warping super effects, like. 
your units will heal a ton of HP, or um, if you hit the late game board, uh, these units will do a ton of damage. They, those augments are like you you pick those and like you win. So those yeah. can be super. Those are super RNG and very contentious right now in the um, uh, high level TFT competitive community. Uh, but yeah, I'll, so, I'll let you continue. I, so I do, I do have a question going off of that. Do you get the dopamine rush? Because so we had a me and my friends had a whole discussion about what's winning in you know in TFT, right? Um, yeah. And so you know. Not to get back into it, but my question is, do you get the dopamine rush when you get top four, which is, when you, for anybody who doesn't know, for ranked, um, to climb, you need to get, uh, there's eight players in a game, and you need to get at least top four to get something called LP, which is the, you know, the ladder points um, to climb the ladder. And so do you still yeah. get a dopamine rush if you get, you know, top four do you get less of a dopamine rush do you still like are you happy that you got top four uh has there ever been a case where you didn't get first but still got a bit more dopamine rush when you, you know maybe because yeah, you turned so, it around so that's a good question so um tst has some similarities to poker um in uh -huh. that poker is you know has a lot of rng to it right and so you're you let's say you're given your hand and then your op, your available options to you you have to be skilled enough at the game to figure out poker or tft same for both you have to be skilled enough at the game to be able to navigate the the right like decision like path of decision and you know um you get more information as the game goes on in poker you get you know more hand more cards are revealed in tft um more augments get revealed and you see like more units and chops um, so you can get similar poker you, in TFT, you can get dealt a pretty bad opening hand. Um, and so it can be so satisfying to like navigate out of that. Of course, like getting a bad hand and like, so essentially in TFT, that could be like, you, you got bad augments or you yeah. were looking for a certain unit and you didn't get it. If you can play out of that to like a top four, that feels amazing to a top one that can feel really awesome, uh, even more, I think. The, I think, um, uh, and TFT has like, so the way it works is you, everyone has HP. If you, since you're pitting your team against another person's team, um, in a round, you win or lose. If you lose, you, um, will lose HP. Everyone has the same amount of HP. So then eventually everything goes down until there's only a handful of players. So you can have some one V one moments. Cause it could just be you and another person who just has HP. Those that actually kind of requires. There's a lot of possibility for like outplay in those moments, and that can also feel very, um, that can be feel very satisfying. Uh, for example, like you, positioning diff or like item diff, or maybe you do a really fast like swap and pivot of your whole board to different units. That can, that's that's actually the like rare mechanically challenging part of TFT, I think, because it takes a you have to be pretty fast to like click on everything and swap everything and buy. Uh, yeah. That can also feel really satisfying. So uh, yeah, so and. Yeah, TFT has some similarities to poker. It's pretty interesting in that it's like you're yeah. kind of doing your best with the hand that you're dealt, and you, you have to be like smart enough about like seeing what other information is there to like pilot your position to like a winning spot. I, I think the you can also like extremely high roll. Like yeah. you're just not doing anything, and you get dealt the best hand possible. Sometimes that's boring, but also like feels really good to get a first and like see that like big amount of ladder points for doing nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I can talk about TFT forever, so uh, we should probably move on before it's too late. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so let's get started then. Um, so we have our first segment, Jay. Uh, uh, and you're going to start with this. Uh, our least favorite and most favorite genres. Do you want to go, Jay? Yeah, so my I'll start with my uh, most most favorite, which is probably like an action RPG is probably action RPG puzzles, okay. like a close second and miss maybe first, depending on like, you know, like if I have to play one for the rest of my life, like which one would I play for the rest of my life? And I think, I think I might take puzzle, but like the one I have the most oh. enjoyment with slash like dopamine hit from is probably the action RPGs. Um, so you're hoping the you're hoping they change the path of exiles, the P and POE to puzzles of exiles. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but honestly, it 
it does sometimes feel like it's puzzle of exile oh sure um, like the yeah. the skill tree i'm sure yeah yeah and uh sometimes nearby can mean six feet away 10 feet away 40 feet away so yeah sure. it's uh it's definitely puzzles of exile uh and my least favorite is probably like idle games um they have their place but i don't think i'd be like so sad to just see them maybe go away but uh yeah like i, I just don't have like a stake in them have, right now have you ever played one um i love idle any, games to any point of investment uh yeah i, I honestly do love like idle games but like it's like a hour-long endeavor like cookie clicker you know yeah the classic. Uh, yeah or uh i played summoner wars and also battle frontiers so i definitely oh, have like right. yeah I, I, so, I have so okay so you're including like both rpg oriented idle games in that so i, I know you mean because yeah. that has summoners uh, summoners war is like right it's a mobile free-to-play game and yeah. you have your team that you're doing dungeons with yep. um and it's sort of turn-based um but there's also an auto click button and then it'll fix uh, it'll just fast forward and it'll pick your moves for you yeah exactly so uh you know i'm uh i i have hundreds of hours in them honestly um but i've stopped playing them and i you know have a job now blah 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 the whole shebang right you're an adult now kind of deal and uh it's it's just i just feel like there's no good one slash they're all the same thing slash reskins of each other now and also they're very pay to win and you know it's just it's just not it doesn't feel like there's uh like you know even with action rpgs like with paths of exile like I would say like a lot of it is mind numbing and it's okay to be mind numbing, right? Like it does sometimes feel like you're just moving around, but uh, you know, it doesn't feel like there's like that sense of build up, that character progression that, you know, sometimes there is that sense of my team is getting better, but it's like a lot of times it's like, you know, they give you like a hundred free pulls and you get that like, you know, five star yeah. unit and it just carries you through the campaign, you doing nothing. And you know, it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of, action and actionable items and dopamine hits that i get so yeah i could definitely you know what them. you know what jay life is an idle game so if you're gonna play an idle game <laughs> it better be better than life so I exactly see, i can see your point yeah what about you okay so you did most favorite first right yeah um, i started okay, with most so, favorite so i'm like i'm a very uh open-minded person when it comes to enjoying things so uh -huh. usually i'm down to try different genres and even yeah. if I don't stick to it, I'm usually, I'll, I'll try to engage with it enough to be like, okay, I can see what context and circumstances like this genre would be fun, even if I don't play it naturally. Yeah. So I usually have a hard time with like, you know, going like all the way to the end, least favorite, most favorite. Yeah. But when I look at the games I played a lot, I think the big genre i'll enjoy is generally rpgs um i've named out persona 5 uh i have i played a ton of um rpgs on the vita on nintendo consoles um i played like on nintendo consoles i played pokemon fire emblem yeah um just to name a few um and i think uh this the sort of my cheating answer uh in addition to that because I feel like there wasn't um, a genre, like a true genre that encapsulated this, but I really enjoy um, exploration and puzzle games. Um, so it's hard to capture the these in. Um, so Breath of the Wild was really fun, uh, but I'm thinking of uh, Portal 2, Portal 1 and Portal 2. Portal 2 is my favorite. Okay. Portal 2 is a first person um, puzzler game made by Valve, um, but they sneak in a good bit of character in there and like narrative, which I really enjoy. Um, and that's an element uh, that I usually, that will stick with me a lot when there's a narrative to these games. Um, yeah. Another one um, that I would group in that sort of custom genre I made is Outer Wilds. Um, and Outer, Outer Wilds is a first person um, exploration game. Mm -hmm. And um, it also features a time loop. And so oh. the pitch is that you're an alien archaeologist trying to uncover information about why this time loop is happening essentially the sun explodes at the end of the time loop each time and so 
your own your like clues are to uh, figure out things about this ancient alien civilization. It was it's probably in my top ten games. I've really enjoyed Outer Wilds, um, and so yeah, there's kind of that like unofficial subgenre of like exploration of the puzzle games with a narrative behind it. Um, and so yeah, that's that's kind of what I would put. Uh, I have for, a question uh, yeah. real quick because since since you said your mo- most favorite, uh, you know, you said exploration and puzzle games. I mean. You gotta. I gotta assume you enjoy doing puzzles then. And I also had puzzles in like my like you know close. First. Yeah. Um, yeah. My my question to you is what like what ticks to you about puzzle games that makes you enjoy them? Because uh, for me personally, it's like that sense of accomplishment. It's like when you cook a really good meal, right? Like when you yeah. figure out that puzzle, it just feels like yes, like that, like you know, you figured it out kind of deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Do you have, is there something specific about puzzle games that gets you, like, makes you yeah, enjoy yeah. it so much? So, so the, so I brought the narrative and I think like there is a genre for what I'm thinking about. I think it's adventure games. Um, like the parent genre kind of goes, goes back to the point and click games. Um, I don't know if you've ever played those as a kid or yeah. like older, but like Broken Sword or Pajama Sam or Putt-Putt, um, Monkey Island is like the classic <laughs> one, but, um, those but uh i think now we'll see a lot of those and we see a lot of elements of those like you know characters and puzzles to progress exploration um in non-point and click games um i just don't know if like i can call portal 2 point up portal 2 a um adventure game but i feel like it like fits all, all the things but yeah the usually um in this like genre of adventure games when there's a narrative to like kind of like string me along and then I'll hit like a barrier and it's like, Hey, if I want to get the donut dangling at the end of the string, I need to solve this puzzle. And then that like loops me into that puzzle thing that you were mentioning where I'm stuck on this puzzle and I'm trying to like mess around with it till I get the solution, except my reward uh, for my dopamine is beating the puzzle. And then I get to like chase the donut or maybe I get a little crumb of like information and I just like eat it up and I'm like, I need to know what happens next. Um, so I, and yeah, so I think that's kind of what that stems from, um, that like love of adventure games and a lot of those tenets being uh, explored in more modern um, ways. That That's Jay signal to let me know that time is up and it's yeah. uh, actually a good time to move to, on to the next genre. Oh, wait, did you say your least favorite? Uh, oh, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, that's on you for your uh, yeah. sneeze alarm going off on me during my rant. Ap- apologies. Usually we uh, we film at like 8 and at 7.30 oh, yeah. I, ha- I have an alarm to move my car because uh, street cleaning happens and I have to move my car to the other side of the street. So... Oh yeah, that's actually on. That's actually on me since I requested <laughs> the schedule. So yeah, my my bad for ranting. My bad for <laughs> getting your car towed by the street cleaners. But um, to finish off the segment, my least favorite. This took a while because, like I said, I'm open minded and I will find something to appreciate about everything. Mm-hmm. But even if my friends are playing it, I don't like playing social dis- deduction games. And so, the one that comes up is Among Us. Because usually that's in board games, social deduction. And Among Us got really popular as a video game. And I did not, I tried it and I did not enjoy it. I, I think what it is is that I don't naturally do well in that game. And then in my mind, I'm sure that's part of it that like biases me. But in yeah. my mind, I'm also like getting good means I have to lie to people. And that feels so bad. Because I, I, in my ethos in life, like uh-huh. for my friends, I want to get people to trust me if they're people I like truly care about. And so even if it's in a game and I know nobody takes any hard feelings, something in that just like grinds against it. But also <laughs> it it might be because I'm bad. Dude, you you don't like, wow. I, uh, I, I dude, do not. Dude, I love social direction. Did you ever play Mafia? Like, have you ever played Mafia? I have played Mafia. Yeah, or like, you know, Salem Witch Trials. What is it called? Uh, yeah, I think it. Sa- I think Town Salem, of Salem Witch Trials is a it's, it's, historical it's called, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's called Town Traveler. No, no, no. It's called Town of Salem. Town of Salem. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, I love these games like Midnight Werewolf, uh, you know, Among Us. Like, I eat these up, man. Like, I, I what, love. What do, you, what do you love about them? 
It's Why? it's like you love this lying day. You no, I, I I it feels you love like stabbing people that, in the back. No, you know it feels a lot like poker. Uh, you know how you 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 compare TFT how, to poker? How dare you compare TFT so, to Among Us? That so, is the most offensive so, thing no, that you could ever no, do. No, because because it feels like you know. You, uh, so the one I really like is called Coup, and so you're given two cards, and everybody's given That's two a, cards. Coup is a board game. I don't know. Oh if they yeah, have sorry. A, I don't know yeah. if they have a digital game of it. They they do not, to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah but uh, Coup's a board game. Yeah, so um, you guys, everybody gets two cards, and then uh, you know you can take actions uh, on your turn. Um, and there's like like basic actions where you don't need a card to take, and you can just take the action. Um, and then there's you know actions that specific cards can do that you can you know go and take the action to. And so it's just so it's just so fun, like you know, uh, like bluffing and like you know uh just like being you know having that ability kind of to you know uh i don't know it's just fun it's like it's like you uh get to decide whether you know you want to take like the risk and the gamble is all on you right kind of deal uh-huh. like you get to decide whether you want to take the risk uh, slash gamble and I, I love that kind of feeling where it's like in poker right like it's all about intuition feeling and you know deduction right and uh, I, I feel like it's the same with the other games and I don't know it it also feels like it's a great way to uh, I feel like uh, these kind of games help me learn how to be uh, charismatic a little bit. Okay, I hope um, I hope you weren't gonna say it better person. So, no, 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 it's no, gonna no. be like that's cat. No, because I, like I I feel like uh, whenever I I would play these mafia like games, uh, I learned what people like sort of not wanted to hear, but yeah, you know, like wanted to hear when we played these kind of games. Like it was easy to lead conversations and help me build confidence because people liked when I, you know, uh, gave my stories or whatever. Right, I like to play into it so. Yeah, I don't know. I real. I'm I'm uh, down for these games to not exist and for you to have zero confidence. That's okay, <laughs> okay with me. This is just telling me if my life isn't on the line, I can't trust Jake. So he's gonna smile, be charismatic, <laughs> and stab me in the back. No, and, no, and then, no. And he was the imposter. All along. No, no. Um, I I mean again, I I'm pre- like big flag. I'm pretty sure I'm biased by like. The fact that I yeah. uh, usually don't do well in them, um, yeah. but the highs and lows are very intense. And I feel like when I win, I still don't feel good because I th- I like lie to somebody. And Dude. when I lose, someone just like the worst cases. When I lose, somebody who was like nice to me the whole game was like, "I lie to you, you idiot," and I just feel bad because then I'm like, "Okay, I guess I shouldn't be a nice person Dude. like I tried to be my whole life." Dude, it's so good. Um, so uh. It says, uh, but yeah, I I can't believe you don't like it. But going off of, you know, hating uh, social deduction games, uh, if you could zap any game genre out of existence, what would it be? So social deduction, and this is like if you had to, um, right? But social deduction games, they don't really bother me when they exist. Because usually I can opt out. Of situations yeah um but one thing and this is sort of like a like an unofficial genre but i hate the mobile games that like yeah. spurn these like free-to-play dating ads where it's <laughs> like either it's like a gate either it's like an ad that looks nothing like the game actually plays mm-hmm. uh, and then you like click it and then it's like the worst thing on earth and not a, like completely different from what you're expecting yeah. or it's the like infuriating like choose a situation like puzzle game or something and then the ad purposely goes out of its way to like make the worst possible options where it's like <laughs> oh here's five letters spell a word and maybe it like obviously spells like pouch and then the like the video just shows the like some hand like putting it and like not putting like pouch or it's like um some person is trapped underneath the cave you can either pull a level lever to drop like water on them or lava which would you pick and then 
the the ad trying to bait you like picks the most infuriating option of like the lava even though you're supposed to get the guy i those ads those games that the reason why i would zap them out of existence even though i'm sure they are great for the people who work on them and it's giving them a stable job because i'm sure these (laughs) these are sucking tons of money out of people um is that they chase me i can be chilling on a completely other different website and then there's that little baiting ad that's saying like, it, it, it's, you know, the intent is to get you to yell, like, I can do better at this. And then like jam your hand through the screen and like click on that game and then like play it yourself. Those bother me so much. I would be so glad to zap those out of existence and save the bandwidth on the browser or YouTube video. You know, I, uh, I won't lie. You uh, convinced me a little bit. Maybe mine was uh, mine was an interesting one, but I'd probably zap race car games out of existence. So I... That is amazing thing. I I don't heavily enjoy race car games, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people enjoy race car games that you are offending. Well, well, I'll, I'll be honest. Technically, uh, you know, Mario Kart is a race car game, right? I'd be zapping one of my yeah. favorite games out of existence. But I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, you know. I, uh, I just, it's not just your favorite game. A lot of people love Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, but it just feels like so. I don't know. It just feels like you know. There's already driving. Like I feel like like uh uh you know. Oh, I guess I I didn't read. I missed part of the question. And the sure. other part would be, and what would be the consequences of you zapping it out? Um, and you know, yours would be people would lose jobs, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Um, I'm but sure not really. I'm sure it would warp um, advertisements for other games as well. Yeah, um, because I feel like there's trends for a lot of games like that. Um, I agree that will use advertisement like that to hook people. Um, a lot of I think yeah, a lot of people lose jobs and money, um, and could potentially go to like destroying like streamer income because <laughs> uh streamers get a lot of can get a lot of uh payouts from doing ads for mobile games like that yeah. so yeah i am ruining a lot of paychecks um but it's okay right? there's a lot of if i can hide too. yeah if i do that i'm probably gonna have to hide um, <laughs> for the people's lives that i destroyed um but i don't know in race car games there's like i don't know i are i live in la so uh that might not help, but I hate driving, and like now I just can't see myself ever playing a race car game. Like, like if the main objective is driving and trying to race people, it's just it's just not it. Like, I just don't get any enjoyment out of it. And you know, yeah. the the consequence could be, oh, there's no race car games, and yeah, you know, like you said, maybe I'm. You know, scamming people out of a paycheck, whatever. But if we if we go back a little further, so historically, um, a big thing for Sony going into the console, um, the cons entering the world of consoles with the PlayStation One, uh, was they owned uh, a, they owned a lot of race car games, and mm-hmm. racing was associated a lot with the PlayStation brand for like PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, um, especially because like. Nintendo was like sort of kitty, right? And then like, yeah. PlayStation started to come in with this like more mature audio, like realistic racing at the time with like these super grainy pixels. Uh, but it was pretty groundbreaking uh, and a big part of their brand. So, um, so yeah, Sony loses <laughs> there uh, like a big chunk. Uh, and I wonder what like fulfills that. It had to be something mature, right? Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I just. I don't know. It's like, I just don't want to drive in my free time, you know, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> just ain't it. Something else, um, something else. So a lot of simulation comes out of uh, race car games um, since a lot of modern ones are focused on being super realistic, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that things like farming simulator uh, is sort of affected by that. Uh, Euro, the Euro truck driver simulator game, the truck driver simulator <laughs> games, which uh, I've heard I've seen people enjoy those are those are gone too those are some people like they just want to chill and zone out on their like favorite pastime and jay's just taking that away from them yeah no more race car games guys sorry not no allowed here race car games <laughs> what, what what else what else is gone um they're like probably you know the non-race car games like um uh what um like 
What's that Nintendo game? Is it like Wave Rider 64? Um, Wave Rider 64, which is a jet, a jet, um, a jet ski racing game that came out on Nintendo 64. That's gone. <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing on Nintendo 64. That's gone. Uh, that's um, why I said I might. You know, you've convinced me that I probably it's, it's too late. You Thanos snap oh. this genre of games, and you are hated. No positives have come out of. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of driving. Just, I'm good at it, but it's not a, oh, he's good at it. He says, yeah, 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 I'm a good, I'm pull good up on it. the F1 racing track. We'll do, we'll do. See me in the next, uh, you know, World Cup. Is there a World Cup? Exactly. Threat? Uh, no, but, uh, there probably is. Is it, is it called Grand Prix? <laughs> are, you, are you going by like Mario Kart lore? <laughs> yeah, no, it's called Grand, it, Grand Prix. It, okay, listen, if it's not, we're officially changing it to the Grand to the Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's if you look up Grand Oh Grand Prix, Grand Prix. Sorry. Yeah, if you look it up, you it might, know. It, it might still be pronounced Grand Prix, but yeah. I also am not that knowledge on that spelling, P-R-I-X, how that turns into pre. But uh, now is a good time as ever to m- move on to our uh, next question. All right. So what are some genres that we've wanted to get into but have not been able to? Do you want to go, Jason? Um, oh, actually, I can go since you you went on your race car tangent. So yeah, um, to kind of bounce it out. So um, for me, it's been MMOs. Uh, I, I think, like, I've mentioned MMOs before on this podcast. Um but I I have been tantalized by the aspects of MMOs. Like, hey, community, you have this game that you can always return to, this, like, comfort yeah. food that is always there and you can mine for unlimited content. Yeah. Um, but something about it I just, like, don't naturally get hooked into like I've seen other people. Um, I don't naturally make a ton of friends uh, when I play MMOs. Compared to when I see people who play MMOs or I'll start an MMO at the same time as my friends who play MMOs, and I turn around and they are making friends. And I'm like, I play the same exact game, but I made zero new friends. I don't know how they do it. I mean, maybe it's just I'm terrible at talking to people, but uh, I, I I don't know. Um, I think we I, talked I th- about it, but yeah, uh, it really is like when you play an MMO, like you sort of have to play it like a full time job kind of deal, you know, because uh, it is hard, like making friends in an mmo unless like you know you start doing like the nitty-gritty like you know niche kind of stuff or like you know you're doing the end game content you finding a group or maybe you're into like the role-playing aspect and you go you know deep into that you know you got to join discords and be willing to like sit with randos talking and uh you know it's it's harder if you are not so deep into the game and so knowledgeable about the game that like you feel like oh i don't understand what these people are talking about um you know because that's the people that are sitting in these discords usually like people who have like you know 250 hours minimum and are like you know the highest level already in the farthest raids you know kind of deal yeah just me being like i can't read and so <laughs> i can't participate in any of these fun conversations but yeah, for, for me, I'm definitely like a flexibility is the spice of life type of person where yeah. I enjoy being able to dip into different things. But at the same time, I've spent a lot of time playing TFT or watching TFT. So it's not like I can't, um, yeah. I can't like hook into something in, into the long term. It's just for MMOs. Um, I try and I'm always interested and I'm probably going to try again. I'm probably going to, uh, I finished the first um part of final fantasy 14 uh, the perennial critically acclaimed mmo um and I'm, i've been like meaning to get back into finishing the next part of it uh, amongst many parts there are a lot of there's a lot of uh, expansions to that game um but yeah that, that's something i'm going to give a second shot nice uh you know funny enough i because i'm a big mmo fan but something that i've never got into was world of warcraft and really the biggest reason was and maybe maybe this might be the case for you is it feels like the con there's just so much content and I don't know, like I would have to find somebody like people who haven't played it to sort of play it with me, which 
you know, there are very few people in the MMO genre that haven't played what, it. What about, would you play it with people who have played it? <sighs> if they're like, like, if they're like, okay, Jay, I'll start a new character with you. Yeah, it, it'd be would, a hard sell. Be oh, okay. uh, because, uh, like, part of the fun of MMO is like learning about it and, mm. you know, getting, you know, experience and like just like being able to learn about it and it feels like you know they would know everything and they just tell me what to do and i wouldn't get that sense of discovery um and i think that's why i really got hooked to path of exile because like i failed to play path of exile three times you know or twice and the third time is when i really got into it and mm. um i think like that lack of like part of the a lot of the fun that I get from these kind of games is discovering it, figuring out like how to upgrade my character, like, you know, what's like a really good move set, like watching YouTube videos and like, you know, figuring out what's the best class, you know, what's the, or not even what's the best class. Cause I usually never care about that stuff. It's what's like the best, you know, way for me to go for my character, you know, um, like what's good to do, like, you know, and then, you know, uh, once you reach like a certain aspect of an MMO, which I feel like would be like, it's very hard for World of War. I don't know, maybe because from my understanding, like World of Warcraft have, has years of expansion. So it take me, you know, at least a couple months of playtime to even reach the end game. Maybe it's not, you know, I don't know. Again, not too sure. But, um, that, you know, that sort of used to be my excuse where yeah. it's like, Hey, this, there's too much stuff. I like switch to game the game too often. There's no way I can see myself investing in one thing. Yeah. But then I played, um, I brought Teamfight Tactics. I have spent a lot of hours playing and watching. Mm -hmm. So, and also I played, um, I, I just mentioned earlier in the podcast, Persona, the Persona series, um, uh, three, four, and five, which are the ones I played, are all Good. like hitting 100 hours. So it's not like I can't like stay in. Uh -huh. um, for something for that long. Um, there's just like parts of it that I think, I, I think like I'm, um, I, I think like the high, I think I'd probably need to frame my expectations because I think like the highs of like community and like social interact, I need to like temper a bit and, you know, just like play it, play the MMO, whichever particular one as it is. It's just, yeah. um, you know, similar to how I approach RPGs, I think. Yeah. Going through content, enjoying the story, enjoying the new skills and everything. Mm -hmm. um yeah i i give i say this so often that like i played final fantasy 14 i want to give it another shot so yeah. i um i kind of have an empty promise but uh i i feel it i think once i finish up persona 5 that like once that curse is gone i'll have another <laughs> curse i'm the free curse slot uh and i'm hoping to have final fantasy 14 take that slot uh hopefully at some point this year but we will we'll see on that Funny enough, I planned on renewing my subscription because I don't have like a consistent game right now, um, and I was thinking of picking it back up as well. So maybe nice. I'll see you there. I think you're you're like ahead of me because you finished the second part, which is called Heaven's Sword already, and that's the that's the one I've started. I barely progressed through that. Yeah, but I can uh, join you on your on your what is it called? Like uh, raids. raids? Yeah, raids. Yeah. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, going off of, you know, because uh, we just talked about genres we wanted to get into. Mm -hmm. um, what, like, genre do you think has, like, maybe a lack of uh, games or maybe a ton of games? And, like, would you want to populate games into that is a good question. Uh, yeah. So, uh, since since this was brought up, I would love like more auto battlers. I love uh -huh. uh, I love the idea of like you know building your army without too much like micro decision, which I think is the difference between like you know an auto battler versus an RTS. RTS, you buy a unit right, and you have to tell them where to go constantly throughout the game and like when to attack and everything. Yeah. When you um, in an auto battler, you buy a unit and you place them down and then you're like hands off. The other decisions are like not about the micro, about that one unit um, uh -huh. usually. Um, and so that, I think that would be, I think that would be pretty fun. Like maybe, um, maybe you're like a kid and then there's this like 
in this fictional universe, there's this, um, there's this competitive thing where you like build an army and then maybe it's this RPG where you unlock different army and like different perk options and you're competing to be like the best of this fictional game in your town, sort of Pokemon-esque, but uh, also um, very custom Robo-esque, uh, but like with some sort of auto battle and kind of, I think that would be pretty sick. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, also, I realized I didn't even answer the last question, but I'm just going to quickly, because uh, what sure. genres have I not been able to get to and get into? And that's uh, RTSs, so that's real-time strategy games. Uh, they just feel too slow to me, uh, but I always, like, the the allure always looks so fun. Um, and then also just shooter games. Like, I was into COD, but after COD, like, like Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty, and then maybe a little bit of Modern Warfare, I like sort of like just they just don't uh, give me like that sense of dopamine that I wish they did because they look so fun and a lot of people always want to play it like, you know, Valorant and stuff. So uh, those are the two that I would like to get into. And for the ones that I want to make a ton of games appear in, um, I was like conflicted a little bit with this. It's either card games um, because I know there are actually a lot of card games out there, uh, but none of them like hit the itch after Slay the Spire. Um, I like played Slay mm. the Spire and it was like really fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, and there's other games like it, but they're too similar. Um, and then I really liked Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, and currently right now, actually, I'm into Digimon, um, like the card game and i'm actually collecting cards and i really yeah. wish there was a uh you know digimon game that i could play um and yeah i just feel like there's too much like there's there are also a lot of free-to-play card games but they're all like like gotcha like pay to win kind of games and i want more like hey just buy this game for 60 bucks like it used to be in the old days. And, you know, there is a story you can follow and you can buy packs at the store to build out the decks you want. And, you know, maybe there's, you know, uh, DLCs or whatever, but th that kind of thing. And Slay the Spire really gave me that. And it's been hard to find anything very similar to it. Or, you know, mm -hmm. you play, you unlock stuff. It has like that RPG aspect like Yu-Gi-Oh! And yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 so what if we were to look at the, like, look at the question from a creative angle, like make an entirely new genre out of nowhere. Um, one thing, one thing that comes to mind that, that I, that rings on my mind uh, from what I, from what was brought up, what I brought up previously is like, I love tournament arcs. So what if there's yes. a genre focused on tournament arcs and the genre is just about like, the framework is you have a character who sucks or they're like trying to get good at something and then you have like rivals and you're getting better and the genre can include so many different like mechanics or like could yeah. be RPG could be some it could be a sport it could be a card game which sounds yeah. sick uh I would I would love that I would love a tournament Dude. genre uh, that, that format is so satisfying to me and fun that would be peak so funny enough there's a uh I think we discussed it in one of our podcasts. Podcasts. It was the one about uh, uh, fan games, and there's a mm -hmm. Pokemon fan game that actually is a <sighs> tournament. So fun. Yeah, and you know you have like uh, you don't have rivals, but what it does well uh, is it brings back old gym leaders, elite four members, technically rivals from previous games, and you fight them. And there's a world tournament arc. Um, really, you know, they oh. did. Yeah, yeah. And there's a there's double so battle. There's, uh, and yeah, there's there's just all these different types. And then, yeah, I I just wish I, I I agree with you. Like, I wish there was more of that. Like, especially with like some you know JRPGs that I played. Like, I I just wish like they did more of the. It, there's a tournament, you know. It's definitely an aspect that you see in a lot of genres. But it'd be awesome if in this like this new genre appears and it's mm -hmm. just this consistent format that there is yeah. a tournament, there's progress, and like you know maybe sometimes it like spirals into like saving the world from some great evil or something like that. But like 
I love that like sense of competition and like winning in this in my pixel world. Yeah, um, I, I, so, I agree. I so yeah, I, I'm a fan when it appears in other games. I would love if that's like was just a thing. Uh, I, I I completely agree with you. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm not like. Whew. Um. I, oh, and then uh, to go back to what I was saying previously. Um, yeah. The other that I was conflicted between card games and action RPGs. So there is like good action RPGs, but there isn't like like good enough ones. Um, like uh-huh. in my opinion, like I feel like Path of Exile is like at the top, and there are like you know some serious flaws to it in my opinion. Um, and like it doesn't cater towards certain people, you know, whatever it is, right? And I just wish that there was like maybe. Um, a little more uh, and, and this is like in action rpgs this is are you slanting more towards like um diablo right versus like something like third person art action uh rpg games like kingdom hearts or uh, near automata is that included uh so i was thinking action specifically action rpgs so okay yeah more in the realm of like hack and slash if you will but like okay. diablo path of exile last epoch kind of okay, okay uh yeah and so that's like sort of where i i i would like more games because honestly it's one of my favorite genres and it's hard to find any like well thought out built action rpgs um they're all very similar or not as fleshed out as path of exile so they just don't scratch that itch or you know like it, it just feels like there's a like and, and maybe there is right maybe there is like games like that that i just haven't found but um yeah they're just right like from the ones i've played they just don't uh scratch the itches that i want from an action rpg so i'd love to see more um in that genre but yeah diablo immortals wasn't enough for you Diablo Immortals was not enough for me. It uh, needed needed more. Needed the juice. Speaking and of no pay to win. <laughs> speaking of games that lack the juice, that did not have enough out of us, that leads us to our next segment. Um, so the game genres we grew out of. Uh, I can go first. Um, so for me, it's platform fighters. Uh, this took a while to like really think about mm-hmm. think about it because it means it's something. Usually, like I feel like this question is like something that is no longer part of your life, but probably yeah. took like a major part of it. And yeah. I, since it's not in my life, I couldn't remember anything. And then I was like, I used to be really into Smash Brothers, um, sort of like in a casually competitive way. Yeah. I've I've entered like a tournament or two. Um, when I was younger in college, uh, and I used to watch a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it was just something that like I kind of grew out of. I didn't end up enjoying how to progress. I think yeah. in, in like that game, and it's just something like I think it's a really fun genre, but it's not something I like will go out of my way to play, um, especially nowadays. Um, how about you, Jay? Um, it, real quick, like for the platform fighters thing, um, like. Because I know you were into uh, what was the platform fighter you were into um, recently? Was it not? Um, oh, um, yeah, the Warner Brothers one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, uh, how could we not remember? That I, I didn't play it, so so it's, you know, I uh, to me, it's like a blip. It was so popular, everybody multiverses. That, ah, there we go, there we go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like. Is it more so that uh, it can't keep your attention anymore? Is it that, like, because the issue where I fell out of is, you know, as a kid, like, you know, you you think you know what you like and you play what you do. And uh, I did like platform fighters, but I realized, like, I w- it felt like I had to put too much time into it to get such little payoff. Um, and that's, like, why I grew out of it. Uh, I was wondering, like, did you have a specific reason why you grew out of it or yeah yeah i i think i don't think the mechanics um in that you need to master to get better at that game are enjoyable for me um either it's like 
um, it's not satisfying for me to grasp. Uh, yeah. Or I feel like I get a little lot of reward out of um, uh, knowing them. Um, and so I'm sure people will have different opinions, but for me, a lot of um, a lot of getting better for at platform fighters like Smash is a big example because that's mm -hmm. the most popular one. Um, it's like knowing percents, like when to combo, like what move can you do at, at like this percent? Um, the weight class, the character, there's like 50 billion uh, matchups in that game uh, versus something that I enjoy later on is more traditional 2D fighters. Um, mm -hmm. Learning those have been really satisfying to me. Um, and um, another thing is the community, I think, in 2D fighters compared to platform fighters. The community, I think, for Smash is like universally really grating. People will, I think, almost anybody will acknowledge that. Versus, I think the fighting game community for uh, 2D fighters and uh, games like Tekken and 3D fighters um, are a bit more supportive. Um, and the there's okay. a lot of like the way I, I feel like some of the mechanics that like you master feel really satisfying um, yeah. compared to Smash. Uh, like combos can feel really satisfying. Um, like understanding um, how to get out of cer certain situations are less based on like positioning and like knowing weights and like all these different moves um, and about like knowing a bit more like grounded specific things like, oh, your options are to do this and this rather yeah. than focusing on like so many different um, things. But yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, so too long didn't read. I think they're not as satisfying to learn um, the more advanced mechanics and the more advanced uh like tidbits to grow that makes sense okay okay um so for me uh the game i actually grew out of i am going to change my answer right now um because i really because i realized i actually really like uh the other answer i put which is what, what was your original answer my original answer was roguelikes but funny enough i'm actually playing mm. a roguelike with nick and uh ryan um, so it's called Across the Obelisk, Obelisk I think. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a multiplayer, uh, like, uh, roguelike, uh, where you're a party of four. And you can, you know, play up to four people multiplayer. And you all, each character has a deck. And there's, like, a tank, DPS, mage, and a healer. And, uh, like, you unlock characters. Would you, go would you say it draws a lot of roots from Slay the Spire? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So sort of deck builder progressing, but um, from what I know, it's like every when you play multiplayer, everybody gets their own deck, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, and your co-op survive and progressing together, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that has been uh, really fun, and honestly, I've uh, I realized like I've played a decent amount of roguelikes in the past year. So um, changing my answer to tower defense games, I like I like play I played balloon tower defense a little bit, like to get that hit of nostalgia. I love balloons i <laughs> i can't say i grew out of it because like if somebody wanted to play it i feel like I'd, I'd like be like hell yeah i will play some balloons okay okay so so i'd play balloons but the question is what if somebody asked you to play another tower defense game that's a hard one because balloons is like the tower defense in my mind i can see like i feel like the genre has some room to grow um mm -hmm. I, I feel like we grew, there was a kind of a blip in which game, I feel like everybody was fascinated with um, tower defenses, um, yeah. but I don't think we explored the genre that much, um, honestly. Um, so yeah, it, it would depend. I'd have to like look at it. So yeah, I might not be super excited. I'd have to squint at it before I have a definitive answer if it wasn't Bloons. Tower Defense 6. Yeah, because uh, I, I, you know, I think I agree with you. If somebody asked me to play Balloon Star Defense, like I I'd be like, yeah, balloons into my veins. So yeah. it's such a fun game. Yeah, it is. It is, and I loved the unlocking. You know, getting EXP to like unlock the different uh, upgrades. Like, like that was enjoyable. You know, I even had a favorite monkey. Um, but uh, and what, my what favorite, monkey favorite monkey is the banana, the banana farm. So uh, oh, that's <laughs> a really good choice. No, no, no. My favorite monkey uh, was. Uh, the the ninja monkey, um, uh, but uh, I love the banana the ninja farms. Monkey is sick. I, I love being greedy and like trying to get as many banana farms as I could on the oh on, yeah like, the, the the map. But uh, yeah, like I just feel like if somebody said, "Hey, like let's play another tower defense game," I'd be like, 
how much is it? And if they said more than five bucks, I'd probably be like, yeah, probably not. I'll, um, I'll, as long as the price isn't, isn't like $70, I'll at least take, or like more than like $60 or something. Yeah. I will take a look. If it looks really sick and like, well, amazing, yeah. Yeah, I, I you know I'll adjust to the price if it feels like a sixty dollar game. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be done. But uh, yeah, I'm not gonna like leap out of my seat. Yeah. Um, uh, if it's a different game. But but I like used to love tower defense games. Like I would play, you mm. know, I would I would play them quite a bit um, when I was younger. Like uh, there's the geometry one. Um, I forgot what it was called, but uh, it's like you could place like blocks, and then you got to decide where like the little dudes went and you got to make a path and yeah it was just you know tower defense games used to be like i used to love playing them but i grew out of them they just aren't they don't hit as they used to yeah i i also think like uh i you know we talked about a lot about balloons but it really is i think the peak evolution of the existing ideas about tower defense it's so well uh packaged I yeah think. Um, i agree the there's a little bit of like unlocking that you do in the game, both units and like new maps. Yeah. The upgrades that you can do for your towers in the game are super satisfying. Your monkeys get different outfits when you <laughs> you upgrade, yeah. um, and you can play a four player co op. So I think it's, I think like yeah, it uh, has ruined other tower defense games for me. Um, and yeah, I probably yeah I'll just like squint if someone wants to play a different tower defense game. <laughs> Same. Um, so yeah. That uh, that brings us to the question of last week, um, or last episode. Sorry, not last week. Uh, if you had to be an NPC in Terraria, uh, which NPC uh, would you be? So I I don't know if we answered this last episode, Jay. Uh, so do you have an answer for this question? Um, I would probably be. And there's a ton of NPCs in Terraria. Yeah, um, this one's hard. Uh, probably so. I I forgot what his uh name is, but I think it's called like something the builder. I'll just call him Bob the builder for okay. uh, you know, the, but he sells like all the blocks, all the different kind of chandelures. This also might be in modded Terraria. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but oh God. Uh, he sells An like illegal black market answer. No, no. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Terraria NPCs. Um, I'm pretty sure he is an actual NPC. Um, Bob the Builder. And he's not called Bob the Builder. Like I think he's just like the builder. Um, I'm looking for some Bob the Builder looking NPCs here. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is a unlucky. He is a uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, modded Terraria NPC. But he sells what, like. What is the name? What is the name of the modded Terraria NPC? Uh, you, don't know, you don't know. I'm guessing. I want to say builder, but let me see Terraria. Uh, but yeah, while I'm looking it up, what what about you? Uh, I would be the painter. The painter okay. just provides um, different colors, like uh, as um, you know, as following the name. And I think that's a very chill life. You're, it's like I would just be chilling, making new colors uh, to bro- providing to people, uh, making painting tools and paintings for people to enjoy my art. And I'm just chilling. So I think that's what I think that's what I would do. Very low key life. Okay. Until, okay. A, until a goblin invasion comes and then like just like kills me because I wasn't put <laughs> in a high priority location. But I, I think I feel like that's a pretty satisfying life. Uh, okay, I found him. He's called the architect and he's part of the alchemist uh, uh alchemist NPC mod. Um Okay. And yeah, he ends up like he adds block furniture and like different crafting stations. So um yeah, you don't have to randomly find, you know, the ice crafting station to make my beautiful ice sculptures you know um very so. fitting since we call jay a designer in terraria and he loves building these six structures in terraria so i think um i think he unconsciously <laughs> picked himself as an npc in i did i did um but yeah so uh you know for our and then uh for our viewer responses uh we have g who said i would be the druid and i think that's a good answer i think the druid's a pretty cool npc 
What is the druid sell? Uh, she the sells druid. plants and uh, like flowers, uh, seeds, uh, oh, that okay, kind of okay. deal. Yeah, she also gives a buff. Um, so yeah, is this the is this the dryad or the witch doctor? Oh, huh. They might have said dry. I think they might have dryad? meant to put dryad. Okay. Um, uh, but, but if they're inventing a new NPC, I'm happy to honor that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually might have been, but I thought it was the dryad. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. That is all good. Yeah. Uh, the next response, uh, let me know if I'm pronouncing the name right. Gene, they yeah. said, I hate NPCs and would rather be a slime. You know what? That is a very noble <laughs> life. The slime drops goo, right? And yep. goo is so important for providing light. So that's a very noble, uh, sacrificial role uh, <laughs> that is taking. Uh, and then we have Leo who said, I would rather play Minecraft. Uh, very good. Uh, the, message, the message might sting a little bit, Jay, I'm sure. Yeah, honestly, Minecraft is much much worse than Terraria. Just putting it out oh there. Oh my god! And everybody oh who thinks god. otherwise can eat it. Uh, but hates racing games, <laughs> hates no. Minecraft. Will no. lie to you in a life or death situation, uh, and <laughs> uh, in order to be charismatic and gain more confidence. This is no, this is no. my co-host Jay. No, no, no. Minecraft. So Minecraft is like uh, it's just too. I don't like the graphics. It's like too blocky. It sort of makes me a little bit dizzy. Like. Yeah, but, but okay. to, to, to move okay. on. Those are a lot of excuses. Those are, those are a lot of excuses. Before you get into more trouble, let's move on to the question of the episode. Uh, what game genre would you, dear viewer, zap out of existence if you had to pick one? Let us know on Twitter at SKGPod, or if you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment on the video. Thanks for watching slash listening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.